You're listening to What's New with Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This podcast is supported by Tools and Weapons, the podcast hosted by Microsoft Vice Chair and President Brad Smith. Each episode features insight you won't find anywhere else from the center of the conversation surrounding emerging technologies like AI. Right now on the podcast, you can hear a special episode where Brad Smith lays out Microsoft's vision for a vibrant marketplace driving the new AI economy. To hear more, follow or subscribe to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. It's today's most interesting thing in tech from Nicholas Thompson, Editor-in-Chief of Wired. Presented by the Salvation Army. In a year with fewer red kettles, help rescue Christmas for the most vulnerable. To give, ask your smart speaker to make a donation to the Salvation Army or donate at SalvationArmyUSA.org. Most interesting thing in tech is a column by my colleague Stephen Levy about the very strange dynamic between the social media platforms and political speech and Donald Trump. For years, the social media platforms have had this impossible dilemma. They want to be platforms of free speech. They also want to prioritize safety. They want people to say whatever they want. They also want to keep the politicians happy, but they also know that certain kinds of speech are very harmful. They all started from a position of maximalist free speech, gradually, gradually, gradually moved over towards the sides of balancing safety over freedom. This all came to a head, of course, during the presidential election, where the platforms, despite in the case of Facebook, saying they really, really, really prioritize free speech, realized that there's certain kinds of speech that they're just not going to allow out there, particularly misleading information about a global pandemic and misleading information about the results of a democratic election. And so over the last couple of days, really over the last couple of weeks, you've seen increasingly action by the platforms to put warning labels over false statements about the pandemic or about the election. So if you go to President Trump's Twitter feed right now, kind of looks like a cigarette carton. There are warnings everywhere. Clicking on this may lead you to misinformation. It is absolutely absurd. And it's a very strange dynamic. Shouldn't we be able to read what the president is saying? Well, actually we can read it, but Twitter's put up a speed bump. It is a policy that certainly doesn't please Republicans, probably doesn't really please Democrats. It's an absolute nightmare. And as Stephen points out, it's kind of the climax of this impossible drama we've been in for the last four years. So are we going to get out of it? Is there going to be a solution? Are the platforms going to really figure out how it is that a social network that was initially set up for dating in college, but then became the centerpiece of global democracy, the same guy who runs it back when he was in his high college dorm, now runs it as it controls a large part of civic conversation in the world. Is he going to be able to find the answer? You know what? The answer is no, but also, now that Trump has lost, pretty clearly lost, maybe the problem goes away. Maybe there isn't an answer. Maybe it would be possible to solve this problem if you started a new social network from the ground up, recognizing 
that these tensions would come into play. But it's not possible to solve it when you started the social network as Facebook or as Twitter. But also, without a president who tweets false stuff all through the night, maybe it's just simpler for everybody. That's the most interesting thing in tech. See you tomorrow. Get more great stories from Wired in our daily newsletter. Sign up at wired.com slash daily. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.